0: Good morning and welcome to the leadership class this morning. Myself, P.O., Pastor Oni, of the Paul's family, one of the senior pastors of this nation. And of course, the leadership class extends to all other nations within the nations, all other states within the nation. And I've done my greetings, but I also send greetings to senior pastor Pastor Sam. And of course, our global leader and global pastor, Pastor Toby. Good morning, Pastor Jade. Pastor Chibs, good morning to you. I think we, good morning, Pastor Onyeka, Pastor Toby Jr., good morning, sir. I cannot miss your message. Good morning, sir. We've had an awesome week of the word. Leading up until this Saturday, if you've been able to tune in from Pastor Sam on Monday down to Pastor Nikki on Friday evening. And of course the leadership class, then you would be able to have an idea of the direction that the nation is in. Or the shift that the nation is in this morning. I'm here streaming live from the Gold HQ. I can say with all the leaders, I'm here with Pastor Alex. That's the Lead Pastor of Hope Dealer's Family, Pastor Kevin of the Inspire Family, Pastor Dr. Emma of the House of Medics. We have three families within the Pulse family. So is the Pulse family, then there's three leaders out of the Pulse family that are honored to lead their own families. And we've been speaking about systems and the importance that systems play in our society, but more so within the nation family. Pastor Sylvia, good morning, Mark. Uh, Reese is here. Who else is here that I'm not used to seeing? Pastor Toyosi is here. Pastor Bumi is here. I, I I enjoy building systems. I think that the direction we're on now starts to set us apart so that we become self-sufficient. Pastor Kunle Yusuf, good morning, sir. <laughs> for Pastor Kunle to tune into Leadership Club, wow, I've really done well. I think, uh-huh, now I know that the the word I'm saying is a serious word. Pastor Kunle, on Saturday morning, these are the night raiders of the nation, so for him to be up Saturday morning alert with his... um is um maybe he's using his ipad or whatever i'm watching um the word then i now know i surely now know i am preaching the word (laughs) good morning to you sir i mentored pastor kunle from third gen he was the third gen he's 20 years old he was 20 i mentored pastor kunle (laughs) we had our our fights which is very normal in Big Brother and Younger Brother. And then he's moved on to go under Pastor Sam. And then he was doing the Zuriel magazines at the time. If you remember the Zuriel magazine. Anyone here remember Zuriel magazine? Yeah? Oh, of course, Pastor Binter would know Zuriel magazine. Pastor Binter then went into competition with Pastor Kunle. Do you remember Pastor Binter? Went into a competition like, okay, well, I'm going to get the most souls, souls, souls. You know, Pastor Binta is all about souls, which is a great thing for it to be all about. She's entered a competition with Pastor Kunle to bring the most people into um surreal. Pastor Sam was leading a mad, mad organization. Imagine an organization where Pastor Kunle is your general manager and Pastor Binta is your um, department of marketing or something like that. And I'll tell you my biggest surprise is one day for Saturday. In fact, actually, that's funny. It was actually Saturday leadership class. But it was now led by Zuriel or sponsored by Zuriel. So Saturday's leadership class, we started off with maybe six, seven, ten boys. One day I walk into the church with Pastor Sam and we see like 70 boys in the room. And Pastor Kule is wearing a three-piece suit and speaking to them. That's 21-year-old Pastor Kunle. And I'm looking at him like, I wonder what you told these boys to bring them in here. But from then, we've known he has a skill. This guy is a mobilizer. He knows how to mobilize. He knows what to say. You know, mobilizers are just people who know how to talk. They can talk you into anything. You spend a few minutes with a mobilizer, you're either giving up some seed or you're giving up your house or you're giving up your car. You should be giving up something. 21-year-old Pastor Kunle came up to me and said, Sir, big bro, he likes to call me big bro, big bro, um, I booked a meeting for me and you. <laughs> so imagine then me looking at him like you booked a meeting for me. See, yeah, I have booked a meeting for me and you. Um... This guy wants to part with like 200K. And let me tell you something. In Lancaster House then 200K is like 200 million. So for me, I'm thinking, how did this boy book such meeting, though? I said, okay, let's go. The first surprise is that Pastor Kunle took me to a pub. Listen, there's some people in this nation that have skill. Like, they have skill. Kunle is taking me into a pub and I'm now waiting for the person. So first of all, my alarm bells are like, damn, we're in a pub. So now it's not a big deal because you're now now Nation, you're intergalactic. But imagine then when it's like, ah, if it's not church or it's devil's camp. So we're now in a pub. I'm thinking, ah, ah Kunle, you brought me to a pub. And he's like, don't worry. Um, you will be here in like five, 10 minutes. I said, okay. Sitting down. I kid you not an Albanian man walks in and I look at Kunle and I say, oh my days, what the hell have you brought me into? Because I'm thinking, how, what have you said to this guy? And the guy sat down and us, listen, I so work so, so just, but I've got 200k that I want to invest. In. The guy actually had the money to invest but I'm looking at Pastor Kunle and I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, how did you trust this little boy to give him, like he's going to send you, bring you to a meeting for you to part with 200 grand, quarter of a million pounds almost. Just saying that some people have skill. You're going to be system builders. You have to be able to identify the skills of those who are around you so you can build with intention. Yes, it is funny. But I think from then, we've already known that he has a skill. I think the greatest injustice you can do is to not be able to identify the capability or the potential of your neighbor or to undermine people around you. I think it's it's a skill to be able to know the capability of those, those around you and put them to task. Instead of judging, judge ability. If you can judge ability, then you won't be disappointed in the results of the person you've put to task. That's system building. You know, at times you can have the most excellent administrator and you've now made them your mobilizer. Then you get frustrated why is she not bringing in money? Why is he not bringing in money? But actually, he's very good at recording of funds. Or he's very good at keeping log of of activities and things that you would need to remember or keeping of important pieces of information. So when your eyes are not able to discern skill or ability or potential, you end up placing responsibilities on people that don't have the capability to. Then you get frustrated. I think one of the greatest things Pastor Toby has done is being able to identify the skill and potential of everybody around him. That a PO is a PO, and a PSAM is a PSAM, and in their own different strengths, they're put to task. You don't expect the results of a PO from a P dummy or from a P dummy from a Pastor Oni. Is you don't expect it, and so you save yourself frustration. I think to be a leader, one needs to be so much aware of yourself. There has to be great attention to detail on you, and that great attention to detail is not just only the hearing of the word, but they're paying attention to physical things also. We live in a materialistic world. So it would be wrong for you to think you can lead without looking inspiring. So if I'm bashing people for not losing weight, it's not that I'm fat shaming, but I'm fat shaming. If you get what I'm saying. Because no matter what happens, people want you to look inspiring. Said so to one of your brothers, the reason why they don't like to sign for you, you don't look like someone they signed for. You have to go lose weight, get into shape. <laughs> I don't believe anyone should hold a mic if they're overweight. There we go, bombshell, we started again. Oh, this man has come again, or every every Saturday morning. I do not believe you should hold a mic, meaning like preaching, and you're overweight. I'm not talking about singers, I'm talking about preacher, preachers. Because it's almost like, I thought one of the seven, maybe I'm wrong, I thought one of the sins is gluttony, or gluttony. Uh-huh. so you're you're preaching against yourself. You're telling me to have my life in order, but the tire around you you've not burnt, removed this tire. You're watching the man. This is someone is an apostle and we saw his picture. This guy is huge. Then not just are you huge, you you do weird things. You carry sword around and and stuff. I'm telling you think you should be aware of yourself if you're going to enter into what we call global leadership if you're a lady you have to look fine isn't that right reese (laughs) look at reese he's come to leadership class today his hair slicked back looking fine you don't look like this on night shield days though but i love this this means you you pay more value on the word than night shield because it is so, not as night shield we can collapse night shield tomorrow night show is nothing we can collapse it tomorrow, whatever needs to make money needs to make money said to one of your brothers you can't be preaching no more, go and lose weight can't lose weight now, so that you can look like global leadership global leadership has a stance and a, a stature write it down, don't look at me you think that uh, this is not just the joke part. This is serious thought. These are the things that they don't tell you in motivational book. It has a stature, global leadership. It's the way you present yourself that allows someone to give you an extra one minute in conversation if you didn't know that. It's the way you present yourself. I think in the nation family, if we're really going to push ourselves to say that we represent everything when it comes to community and wealth, we need to present the best leaders in all dimension. Your leader is not wearing a Rolex because it's just wearing a Rolex is part of the branding of a global leader. that is part of it. If you're a CEO like a lady Joe, you dress cleanly, you look good. you look like wealth at all times then you you sit like wealth. You, even your laughing, guys, some of you, your laugh sounds so scary though. Not you, Lady Joe, you can't help it. I like your laugh. You can tell when Lady Joe is laughing from anywhere. Everything you do, you have to be so conscious because you've entered into global leadership. Don't just be aware when you want to take a picture, be aware at all times. Be aware. Just know that the way you're sitting down, slouched. I think we were watching the young man, and Pastor Nikki, I was watching that young man in the panel. By the way, I think Pastor Jemima, I just think she's so brilliant. I like that girl though, that young lady, Jemima. She's like Pastor Nikki. She's like a young Pastor Nikki. But the young man next to her was slouching. I said, ah. for me, anyways, if you're if you're around a global leader, he will pick up that. No, you shouldn't do that. But he's a young man; he you should just be corrected. You should be aware of your image at all times. Your behavior at all times. If you're overweight, go and lose weight. Seriously, go run. You need to start running like hard. Hard. Your running depends on you making 100K right now. I know you don't believe me, but I'm telling you. Sorry, I have to share this story. I did my best to not share the story. I, I had a meeting at 12 a meeting in the morning. I said to the guys, hey, I've got a meeting at 12 p.m. 12 p.m. And everybody said, Yes, sir, yes. I said, This house has to be fit for purpose at that time. Gold House is always fit for purpose, by the way, but to a finicky mind like myself, it still has to be fit for purpose. I can spot anything. The guys are tidying, tidying, tiny. Then, at 11.45, someone is boiling into me. My meeting is 12. We sprayed the room, everything. And now I see Sam KB boiling indomie. me. Pastor Sam KB. He's a pastor, so I have to correct him properly. Say, guy, I've not eaten yet. We've just started the day. You're having lunch before lunch time. What is, what is doing you that this Indomie has to be boiled right now? Like, we must boil this. Sir, if I don't eat this Indomie right now, huh, the world is going down. What, I asked him, so what is actually going on that this Indomie must be cooked right now? Now you spoiled the atmosphere of the room because now everything smells like chicken seasoning. If my... Um, meeting comes in the first thing he's going to smell is chicken seasoning it's funny but these things it, it it will then concern you on the ability to be aware so if i if i see that i'm thinking what can you not do then you must be able to do everything impossible is away from you you can do everything I warned him, and now I'm warning you from the mic so that you know how serious I am. You Laddie, I'm coming for you as well. It's important because you look like you've added weight, not that you've reduced. That's global leadership. You must look like global leader. Listen, Tuesday business class session. We run Tuesdays and Fridays. Whenever I see... Minister Phaedra, she looks like WOTC. She doesn't break character. That's the reason why I like Phaedra. Okay, she may not be brilliant at some things. Maybe her leader still has some things for her to correct. But even in the sun, she will not now break character and dress like anyone else. When you see her, you will know this is an editor. She will sure have a blazer somewhere. Pastor Jade also, whenever you see her, she's got a a female lady's suits wearing something you know this is our politician how many young female politicians in the community out there they're trying to get into politics and you can catch them in a tracksuit you can catch them in night tracksuit that there doesn't look like a sin but you see that already lets us know what's going on in the mind of the person the system that governs that person already exposed that there's already some ratchetness inside you that you're hiding you know some people can keep in ratchetness when they're suit in front of you but as soon as they get home they're on TikTok on that channel where there's all kind of ratchet stuff going on and they're watching and laughing watching and laughing until the day of the meeting then they clean up again to shake your hand oh how are you one day you will be exposed you can't keep all those things in for a long time. So if you're going to establish a system, your first clean-out has to be within you. You must first establish yourself as a global leader. I think global leadership is the number one duty of the nation family. Is raising leaders. When you see them, you know. When you see our ladies, you see fineness, and they, they're confident. Ladies have to be Confidence. You are able to greet a man properly, shake his hand, and walk away and go sit down. You show insecurities when you start making face at people. I don't like when people make face at people, just to show that you disapprove of them. That's so lowly. A global global leader smile in the face of Putin, greatest enemy that they have. But you shake his hand firmly to discuss matters, and that's it. You can disapprove in the White House, but in public, in the G20 and the G7, you do not approve in pu- disapprove in public. You're only disapproving in public if you want to go to war. You understand the weight of your words, so you don't play with your words. You don't play with your countenance. You don't play with shunning someone's greeting. Because you know the implications it has, not just on you, but on them. That's global leadership. As a leader, I intentionally not greet someone who I want to make it known. We're fighting, the whole nation is fighting you. Not one of my followers. And you only make that decision as a leader if the nation has made a decision against someone. If that person is still a friend of the nation, is your friend. Doesn't matter who, what they meant to you, or what they did to you, or what they said to you. They're your friend too, because it's a nation, and global leadership is just hinged on whatever the nation's agenda is. You have no friend or no enemy. You have no foe. You have no. No one is against you until someone is against you, and the only time someone is against you is if, from the top of leadership, they've been declared as an enemy. That's how you present yourself as a global leader. Or if the person is taking profits from your system, you can declare this person as an opposition. Not not a soul from the street or from the road. Make clear who opposition is and fight properly. That's global leadership. A global leader is also aware of how they dress up also. It's sun can come out and we can lose our mind if we all decide to or sun can come out and you can display your, your inner character you can display your office in the jurisdiction of the season according to the season you can show who what your office stands for or you can be like the rest of the world and lose your mind and dress anyhow that is not global leadership That there is not someone who's ready to system build. If you don't start taking the little things or the seemingly little things and start working on them, when the big things come around, you're going to think that you'll be ready for the big things, but you won't be. So if we're going to system build and we have a WOTC amongst us or a revolt that we've created, or a Lady Joe that we've created, or a beauty supply that we've created, or a K-Cyrus, then those ladies have to also be aware that the system is not their logo. The system is also not the place they've rented as office. The system building actually is them first. Everything will take direction in the building of your company or your, or your project or your career will take the direction of your mindset. It will take the direction of what you've become, of what you decided you've become. So it's very important this morning or this afternoon for us to say to ourselves that we're completely committed to building of systems, but understanding that we are that system first. How do we translate from having a house of medics to having a house of medics that owns a row of properties. The same way medical industry was birthed in the UK with Harley Streets, how does the house of medics start their agenda? In having a row of properties that can speak towards the space of medicine, first the leader. Forget about everyone else. First the leader. What I need you to write down is that you take hold of yourself. I take hold of myself as a leader so that you can then just oppose, or you can then, use a better word, you can then compare your actions to global leadership and then you yourself judge where you think you weigh in when it comes to global leadership. Where do you weigh in? Where do you come in? If you've called yourself the leading figure in this nation according to cosmetics or in the space of finance, where do you weigh in? You can't be a financial leader if you don't have debt. How can you be a financial leader without debt? Every financial institute and company operates with debt. In fact, they use debt to grow. How can you call yourself someone who is going to become a multi-billionaire or millionaire if you've not actually acquired debt before if you owe 900 pounds and you panic on 100 pounds then how will you be able to keep sane if you are given a million pounds because you are given money to lose it actually money is not given for you to keep it That's why Jesus spoke about the parable of the servants. When he gave them, he expected them to spend. In your spending, then let's see if you can make, but actually you don't take money to go save. Stop worrying about our banking system. That's what God says. No need to worry about the nation's banking because he never gave us any way to store up in bank. Your role and responsibility as global leaders is to continue to be a channel of finances and a channel of prosperity. A channel, a flow, a a reservoir, a place where you can print money at all times, meaning that you've set up a system that is in need at all times. You're not short of clients and you're not short of people. You're always and always highly in demand. Quickly, just write down to me again. Let's do this exercise again. Write down to me where, where the word, no, actually not the word. What's the word term that PT used? Oh, I forgot to Yes, calm defiance. Just write down for me quickly where you've been calmly defiant this week. Where or how, in doing what, in what industry, where have you applied calm defiance? Because it's all going to be down to your ability to remain conscious in in the space of the word. You have to remain conscious in the word, meaning when you're in the word space and you feel that boldness, how can you take that boldness outside, beyond the walls of the area of of the word that you heard? How can you always remain bold? Calm defiance, and and I love that word because it just signifies a focus. I think Pastor Ndidi was mentioning that. It's a focus towards system building. That's calm defiance. If I'm going to be calmly defiant about something, I have to pick my target and remain there. I think we should also be conscious of our age and understand that at the age you're in now, you're not even yet ready for this thing that you're calmly defiant for. You have time. And in time, time will let you know what you've been focused on. If you're 20 years old, 25 years old, 30 years old, and you're a business person or you're a career person, it's important for you to note that business is also like a sport. I was talking to one of you the other day and I was saying, we have sports where people retire at 20, 25. In sports, people retire at 35, Maybe 40. Why? Because when it comes to sports, it's the excessive use of your body. And there's only as much as you can push your body to do. So at a stage in time, your body will tell you it's tired. And the same usually happens for those who are musicians or entertainers. Not just on the body side but when it comes to culture culture is the number one thing for entertainers that retires them when a culture retires you is that you're not able to what's the word you're not able to um, relate with that culture anymore so I saw a, a quick clip of 50 cent this morning and i almost laughed he just looked like an uncle and he was saying things that i was like "Ah, uh-uh, 50 baba what you can't still be talking about your enemies and haters you're a big man now you have to now transcend the culture sir it was cool when you were 25 and you were shot five times or whatever and those things created such amazing mystery about you. We, we bought your album because you were a young man and we were young and we're thinking, yay, this guy's been shot like how many times and he's still rapping and it sounded cool. But he's now a victim of culture because he can't be talking about it at 50 years old. The culture leaves him behind because now the culture and the rap scene looks like the culture and the rock scene where they're all wearing skinny jeans now. Remember in the rap scene when they were saying it's not cool to wear skinny jeans blah, 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 all this things. It was gay to wear skinny jeans blah, 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 blah. Now we're all wearing skinny jeans. Imagine fitting 50 cent into some skinny jeans. So culture, they become victims of culture. Yeah, it is they become victims of culture because of the industry that they're in but you see you business leaders, global leaders your space there is a peak age between 40 and 60 your competition is the presidents of today the industry leaders of today if Elon Musk is 56 years old you didn't know Elon Musk when he was 28 or when he was twenty-six, you didn't know him. In his field, that's not the peak time of operating. In his field, that's not the peak time of results of results getting. So, I'm asking you to allow the word to work on your mind, so that you can be defiant on your system, so that you can have a calm defiance, not a not a panicked defiance. You can be defiant enough to allow time to meet you and polish and and brand you you can allow time to introduce you at the right time you can allow time to showcase what you've been putting attention to over the years football agents the best are in their 40s and 50s so if i have a pastor laddie that at 23 years old is listening to the word And is concerned about system building from 23. And is concerned about being excellent from 23 and takes hold of himself. He may not get it all right today, but tomorrow is another day for him to get it right. Pays attention to the word. Pays attention to instructions. And builds according to what he's hearing. If he can give the word, 10 years of hearing the word, oh my God. Imagine yourself in 10 years' time of hearing the word. I don't know if you ever think of situations... and get excited by those situations. Sometimes I look at myself now... and I just think of a PO in 10 years' time still hearing this word. What kind of things would he be saying? Maybe I already sound mad now to me or to you. I don't know. But in 10 years' time of still hearing this type of word the intensity of this type of word, still taking risk and being amongst this culture of nationalism, what would that be or look like? What would a post of faith look like? And this is the reason why we have to have confidence that presidents will be born out of this work. Global leaders will be born out of this work because you've understood that time is not against you. Time is on your side. You're not like the world that says time is against you. The world is afraid of time because with time they see death and they know that their time to reign is coming to an end. They know that they but have little time to do what they have to do. But you see you. You understand the power of time that all time does is to announce you with time. I think if a pastor Rodell took his time to sit down within the word and pay attention to what the world really wants a new tree to look like then that is calm defiance because you see although everyone is rushing oh I need you to understand calm defiance this morning calm defiance is when my leader did not have a car at the time and those he was pastoring were going home in their cars but with calm defiance he knows he's a global leader nothing shakes you from within on what you are Calm defiance means you live your life within yourself first. You're not bothered about what other people think or say about you. Meaning, you're not waiting for someone to tell you to get into shape. Because of calm defiance, you already have an image of what you look like at the peak of leadership. And you started making a journey towards that. That's calm defiance. Meaning that calmly this person considers their journey. Calmly. But with stubbornness, with with a defiance that is spiritual, a defiance that can't be shaken or moved or stirred, they remain on a lady Joe. They don't mind if they lose this building today or they lose this building tomorrow. They're just adamant that wherever I am, I still set up my services. Calm defiance does not makes you look at today's issues as small issues. What is the issue with my with my dressing? if it is that it's, I'm I'm looking to the future of who I am, then you're not caring about drip. You're just caring about your mind first. Calm defiance is when my leader was speaking, I saw a a YouTube video of PT preaching to seven or ten young people. I think Pastor Sam and Pastor Ebo were a part of them. Calm defiance is that in that moment in time, a Pastor Toby is speaking to ten people But in his mind, he's speaking to global leaders. He's seeing each and every one of them as what they are and who they are. And they themselves may not know who they are, but he knows that he's speaking to global leaders. So he's not shaken or stirred if people leave. You preach to one the same way you preach to 10,000. That's calm defiance. You know, sometimes when you look down on the work you're doing and maybe you're not taking limitless seriously because it's just you and the hope dealers, then I ask you to change your mind. I will ask you today, repent please, because you do understand that calm defiance is you looking at who you are for who you are and not what you present yourself as right now. It's at every time and junction, you're able to use the word, uh, the the Lord said the people who are calmly defiant, sometimes they come across arrogant. Because you see, they're not arrogant, they're just confident. They can't see themselves as nothing. You may see them as nothing, but they see themselves as global leaders in that space. They're not phased by if they didn't turn up in a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. They're not, they're not bothered about what they turned up to leaders meeting with. They're not bothered with what they. If if their leader told them to wash dishes today, or if their leader told them to go on an errand, they, they go on errand calmly. Going on errand is still opportunity for them to spend time with themselves and and reminisce and think of the calm defiance moments of their global leadership day. They they're preparing for their day of glory. Actually, calmly defiance. I, I love this word, calm defiance. I saw calm defiance in Lancaster House. And the reason why I'm giving you all these examples is because I need someone today to go away and not look at what they're doing as small. I need you to go away this afternoon or or this morning taking that thing that is in your hand and looking at it as this is my ticket into global leadership. Calm defiance does not allow you To let your when your leader is using the mic, if you're in the sound department, to let your leader struggle with his sound, because you know that there's a day where you want to set up for a global artist or a global entertainer to perform in front of millions of people. Who are we kidding? If if at your current state of your leader's back the battery in the mic running out, then we want to take you to go and set up for whiskey. So the guy will be in mid-performance and then start shaking his mic and then has to turn around and say. There are some things that you decide to grow up from but growing up does not mean that you literally grow up like physically. Growing up is that you're, the lens that, in which you saw your responsibility change. The point of view in which you saw your responsibility changes. And all of a sudden, you've placed such high demand and and high responsibility towards something that looks so small. But to you, it became something that is so great. Why should a boy be picked out of the backside of the desert to lead a people? He saw sheep like people. He did not see sheep as sheep. Because if we saw sheep as sheep, you can allow one to go astray. Ah, we have 99 more. Is it not just meat? Will another one not just give birth? But in the mind of David, because of being calmly defiant, and I love when PT say that you don't understand David. David is a competitive person. You don't understand David. David does not want to be, get, one cannot get done on him. You can't do one over on David. David is also a silently angry person. He's an angry boy. So he's not going to allow, for David is just a violation. It's not not that he felt the pain of the sheep. It's just... So you tell me that while I'm alive, while my eyes are open, you took one from me. He's not going to have it. That's calm defiance. Unless you have this kind of mindset towards the building of system, I tell you, you cannot build system. Unless you have this kind of mindset towards the building of system, you can't build system. Why? Because over time, your system has to be tested.
1: You can't establish a, a system without it being tested. Go on, what do you want to read for me? Is that you, Calm honestly? defiance definition. Yeah. Open disregard. Open disregard. I'm Contempt. Uh-huh. Intentionally contemptuous behavior uh-huh. or attitude. Readiness to contend or resist. Readiness to contend or resist. You know, sometimes I think when
0: Christian culture comes in, it makes you dull. Sometimes you've been dulled over by religion. I think what the word has to do when it comes to being calmly defiant is remove dullness from you where you stopped wanting to compete, Ebon. Like you thought you're being polite by letting them win. I hate losers so much. No, a loser says, it's not just God's timing for me. Unbelievable madness. It's not God. I, 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 if the Lord wills. That's not the kind of prayer that I want to be praying. That's not even the kind of mindset I want to be having. I want the mindset that Daniel and the boys had, which is we're not going to bow. Even if it leads us to the place of death, we have accepted that in this decision, even if our Lord does not save, we're burning. God. I love that. So if you can take a mindset away, is to stop religion from dulling you from being angry. Not angry in which you abuse your neighbor, but anger to establish a system that you will not allow yourself to lose. Meaning that you don't mind if you failed once or you failed twice, but you're not going to lose. You're going to keep on going and keep on trying because system can only be recognized as system if it's tested. What use is you saying you have a system if you're not going to be tested? You have to test the system. Actually, in fact, for systems to be approved as usable, they have to test it. I needed to write that down. Because I needed to know that from now up until the time when time wants to reveal you, you're just being tested for a time. I don't I don't I'm not sure if you understand what I'm saying. That actually every situation you landed yourself in even up until now were just testings preparing you for a time in which time can reveal you but time will not feel confident to reveal you if you've not yet been tested by time. So in time when your house is going through the testing of seed, it's because time wants to reveal you in a certain time as a leader that can lead a global revolution in something that even if the opposition, because you have to understand that if you're going to win as as a fighter, if you're going to win, you're going to be the opposition someone's already in party now you're not the incumbent leader do you understand what i'm saying there's already someone sitting in so what time is actually teaching you is how to fight from the outside in oh my days david was taught and david was picked from the backside of the wilderness do you know why david knows how to fight from outside into the house David knows how to look after himself in the wilderness where he don't call on mommy or daddy he don't call on mommy or daddy for 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 um for pocket money David is not looking for finances from someone else is is self sustaining in the wilderness the the pattern of the wilderness was in David's hand from from the point of raising the sheep the pattern of of establishing the pattern living, the pattern of of life was already in his hand from the backside of the house because this boy was always from the outside fighting in. I think nation families uh, were used to fighting in. We're used to being being looked down on, meaning not looked down on, but being the underdog. Because we're coming from the space of religion, from the place of, of church. So the world is going to look at you as the underdog they don't want you to have because to them church should not have guys we're, we're fighting as we're like freedom fighters guys we're fighting from the outside inside we have to take power power is not given to us guys when can you understand lady joe that it's not being given to you you have to take it Forget the scriptures of, and the Lord has endowed you with power. That one is nice. That's the power of the Holy Spirit and that one was not given to you alone. It was given to the church. But to today all we see of the church is rolling around in the Holy Ghost on the floor. People are taking industries. People are establishing systems. When do we get to see the power of the Holy Ghost moving in the world? If only a group of people can go and take for themselves But so God starts from now to give you the mindset of fighting mindset of fighting lets you not back down in your giving or in your growing of your business you won't back down, you understand that L'Oreal is bigger than you you have to take Ah. I hate the religion that doled you out, I hate the religion that doled us out That made us not aggressive to take. That made us say, let us wait for our time. That God will bless us in our time. That I will wait on the Lord. And there's a song called, I don't mind waiting. Listen, I mind to wait. I will not sing that song. Do you know Yeah. let me, can I be honest with you? That is one song that I feel uncomfortable to sing. I don't mind waiting. And you know how they do it on the stage? There's one really big fat singer that has an amazing voice. I don't understand how... America has like a factory where they... um, (laughs) They have a factory where they create certain type of singers. Like, okay, we need another fat singer for this year. Bring him out. Really big guy. Big, huge he be saying, "I don't mind waiting." Then there's a lady at the back always going, "Oh!" And then everyone is singing, "I don't mind waiting." Ah, you want to wait with God, ancient of days? Even His name should give you fear to wait for Him. I don't want to wait for that guy, ancient of days. Like God will tell you, "Pack, do you want to wait for me?" Pack says, "I will wait on you." He'll say, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, David already told us that tomorrow is like thousand years. So if you die now, and we say, ah, this bad guy, he told us he was going to be a, a powerful um, rapper, but it didn't happen. He said, he was waiting. Or someone, you know how they escape? You know how the church escaped this? They said, no, it, it's my seed. It will be my seed. And The one that came from me, would no, me, P.O., I want to be big, huge. I want to be... Powerful. I want to take the nations, me, waiting for m- my child or, or Charlie to do. It. I know I must do it before Charlie. That's leadership. You don't understand. I, in my mind, the way I'm doing leadership, the way I'm doing Paul's, I'm trying to tension the next person who wants to do Paul's. Like whoever decides he wants to be the next leader of Paul's family. People will just say, huh? The CV you have to enter into is big, is huge. That's that's the kind of mindset one should have. Not this, I don't mind waiting on the Lord till I have my opportunity. But no, go and take it. Wilderness system, go and build it. Go waiting for water to appear in the wilderness. Go and dig a well. Go and feed the sheep going to tell the sheep that they're hungry and tell them to, we're just waiting on the Lord go and feed them this is the David system that in the wilderness these men who are attached to David who did not have men who are in debt you guys remember all of this right men who are in debt what else men who are discontented men who are what distressed imagine leading these kind of men these are not guys you can tell them to wait on God can't tell a man that is distressed that right now you just need to wait for god to answer our prayer no you david make us have so david was david ended up in banditry because he had to feed them by force he did not enter banditry because he was greedy he entered banditry because he had to feed he had to feed them he had to give them Men who are in debt does not are not good men, it's bad men that they've put themselves in trouble. You have to provide for them, and, and provision at that point is not doing a, a word charge or position uh, pro, um what did I say again? Provision at that point is not you giving them um what do they call it? Holy worship. Oh man, the thing is scattering my head. That's why the word is rushing in my head hard. That's right, Nancy, totally. Your system will be tested when you look at those who were put around you. Your system will be tested if you you find it easy to sleep at night when God has given you people and they're hungry. Then you ask yourself, do you have a system? Leading a house is one of the biggest blessings God can give you. It's responsibility beyond measure. Rejoicing that you've been given responsibility, but now God wants to see how you react. Because with that responsibility, how did you look after those who were given to you? What was your system? What do you want
1: to read for me? Matthew 11, verse 11. Uh-huh. Assuredly, I say to you, Among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. The
0: violence will take it by force. Thank you for that. I just think we need to... I just think we need to be in this space of mind. Of calm defiance for a while. Because calm defiance is going to make you bold. Thank you. There's a boldness that is needed to establish system. That can only come if your mind is calmly defiant. Calm defiance, like I said to you, is preaching in a Lancaster house. 200 people calmly defiantly when other preachers around you were inviting men from America guest speakers this guest speaker is now coming down and then a stream of people coming to your church but you're just relying on the word that you know to, to give to the people that's calm defiance If I can sit down with that thing which I have and allow the word to have its focus on what I've been given to build. Calm defiance leads you into the winning spirit. And P.T. spoke about the winning spirit. P.T. spoke about the spirit that seeks victory at all times. The winning spirit is a spirit that is used to opposition. It's used to problem solving. Problems are not bad. They just need to be solved. Problems also let you know That you're progressing because another word for problems is resistance. How can I be a global leader if I don't meet resistance at certain times of my life? It is only those who sit at home, it is only someone who is stagnant, it is only someone who is not progressing. That never comes to the point of a resistance. Resistance appear at points where they believe that you should not have your success. Meaning I milestones. They call them milestones. Meaning you earn a thousand pounds a month. Which is so small, but you pushed yourself to ten thousand. Then what happens sometimes is that 10,000 stops you from going beyond 10,000. You run out of ideas of what to do to go beyond 10,000. That's called resistance. What many people end up doing is they accept their level as being 10,000 a month earners. What some people end up doing is they then say, that this job I'm doing only allows me to earn 10,000. Then they make their bed on 10,000. They build their house on 10,000. They quarter out their mortgage on 10,000. They have kids apportioned to what can look after by 10,000. Their lifestyle becomes bracketed to 10,000. 10,000 is a resistance point. Is going to take the winning spirits to break past that barrier of 10,000. But what I'm telling you this morning is the barrier of 10,000, that winning spirit that breaks it is a calm, defiant spirit. And I was led to look at someone like Noah because I believe that when it comes to winning, winning... The winning spirit is what God gave Adam in the beginning. Dominate. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Or another word, rebuild the earth. Adam's role was to rebuild. Means that something was there before, but it was messed up. Now Adam has to put it back. Adam has to bring prosperity where there was destruction, where there was chaos. So if you meet a point in your school or a point in your education or if you've met a point in business that is a seeming resistance point, you need to employ the spirit of winning, the winning spirit. But that winning spirit is the same spirit that was given to Adam, that was given to him to rebuild, to replenish. If we're going to establish systems, we have to be comfortable with the resistance that is around us. In fact, we have to look for resistance. Because if you don't search for the resistance you will have no purpose. Your entire purpose as global leaders is that if there is peace, you have nothing to do. But if there is chaos, you have a job to do. I'm asking you to seek out areas of resistance in your life. I'm asking you to seek out areas where that have, uh, have presented themselves as barriers that you cannot cross. This is how you explode past barriers. This is how you become a global leader. You sit down as a chef T and you say to yourself, I'm already feeding billionaires. I'm already doing meal prep and meal plan. That's no longer a barrier. Go and find something that's a resistance. A resistance can then be that I've not yet had my own TV show. A resistance to you can then be that I've not yet had 10,000 subscribers to my magazine. You have to work according to resistance points. When you wake up in the morning, just look for the resistance. Look for the impossibilities around in your life. Look for those impossibilities. That is how you progress. Don't feel comfortable in what you're already good at doing or what you already have. So when PT was speaking on Thursday and saying, you have to transcend this gold house into another level of the gold house, that presents to me another resistance point because just when we thought that this is big, saying this is not big enough for what we want to do. So the leader has to then go to work, has to then go to task and look for those things that are barriers, a barrier can be your finances. You can say to yourself that I've been on a thousand pound seed for two years. And then you can embark on raising your level of giving. That will give you an importance. That will give you the mindset of a calm defiance to overcome. The spirit of calm defiance which is the winning spirit only comes when there's opposition. Don't run away from opposition. Don't run away from what's difficult. Go
1: on. What do you want to read for me? Hebrews Uh huh. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in, in the space
0: and in the realm of calm defiance, remember I told you that it's you living within yourself first. There are things that Noah has considered, and he has a fear for them, even though they're not visible, unbelievable. Noah already has a fear towards that the world will be wiped out in a certain time. So then the spirit of calm defiance, it calls it holy fear. Here, it's not holy fear. Holy fear is is the translation of calm defiance. Then the spirit of calm defiance entered Noah to do what? To build an ark. Oh my days. To build an ark to save his family. The ark... Do you
1: want to read, read on for me? Is there anything else? Uh uh-huh, Go on. Faith opened Noah's heart... This is the CPT version. To receive revelation and Faith warnings. Faith opened Noah's heart. Uh-huh. To receive revelation. To receive revelation of what? And warnings from God. And warnings like problems, resistances that...
0: What, what, what had to happen to Noah is that he had to be open to receive impossibilities he had to be open to hear what would be fearful for another person to hear how do you react to the impossibilities that you hear in your life you know some people hear impossibilities and and they relish it it rouses them up baby Leah are you hearing me it doesn't make them back down When you're someone that hears impossibilities and it makes you back down, then you can't be a global leader. Then you can't have the spirit of calm defiance because actually the spirit of calm defiance sets upon you. When
1: you're open to hearing the revelation and warnings of God. uh About what was coming about what was coming even things that had never been seen so at a stage in time what God does for you and I is he sets up situations that
0: are seemingly scary there are situations that look scary and are somewhat imposing success can be imposing on some people you know some people just can't stomach the fact of knowing that they can be greater than they are or multi-billionaires or trillionaires. So that's why I told you I hate Chris- losers. People like born losers. These guys are like, like Christian losers. They, they lose all the time then they blame it on God. That's why I gave you that example of them saying oh, it's, it's not my time. The hell you're talking about is not your time. God has already sent revelation and warnings about what's to come. Saying to you, that if you don't rise, so many people will fall to this thing that is coming. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That in your space, I don't know whatever your space is, your openness to be calmly defined is the ability to hear God's revelation according to the world that you're sent to. That the hope dealers should just have an anger a calm defiantness towards the amount of false prophet um, rappers that come out that rap like things that they don't live that talk about drips that they d- that they can't buy that talk about watches that they can't buy that talk about cars that they can't buy that these are warnings God tells you that these people will lead the people astray and at a time or at a point in time the hope dealers can allow their hearts to hear this gospel or that gospel and become angry meaning become become calmly defiant, but he
1: stepped out let me go on, but
0: he stepped out
1: uh-huh but he stepped out in reverent obedience uh-huh. to God and built an ark that would save him and his family It is at the point of calm defiantness that no one then
0: goes to build an ark. Please take some time to think with me on this. Has Noah seen an ark before in his life? Noah has never seen an ark in his whole life. Has there been an ark before? There's never been an ark before. So how can Noah go and build something he has never seen? Sometimes impossibility comes... It's, he- it's so heavy on you. Problem comes, it's so heavy on you. Resistance comes, it's so heavy on you. Your creative genius starts to burst out in that moment in time. You're just looking for something to release you from what you see coming, even though it's not come. <laughs> and you start piecing together something, it can be WOTC, you start piecing something together that will save a generation that's the system systems are only built from the place of calm defiance the system called the ark has not been seen before the system called the ark that will save the world is what you and I are called to build In this ark, a snake and a rabbit sleep together. In that ark, a lion and a deer sleep side by side. The system that Noah was forced to put together made the impossible possible because he saw something, a warning. He, he received a responsibility in this world that was bigger than him, that is nation family. If what you're building, if you don't see what you're building as a solution to something, you're only going to build with the template that the world has brought before. And that template cannot win nothing. You're only going to pattern WOTC to Vogue you're only going to pattern Night Shield to, to Glen, Glen, Glencore Glencore is an oil company you're only going to pattern Limitless to Sony and that might look good but for what God needs to do and what God needs to establish it is not enough Because God's judgment is already against them. Don't go and set up a system that is bound to fail. Because when the rain comes, the rain that wipes out everything on the world, the rain, when that word comes, when that spirit comes, don't let what you've been building be judged as what will be sent out, as what will crumble. As what will not be allowed to reign in the world that we will reign over. Uh, peace yourself and put yourself. Keep fighting as someone fighting from the wilderness in. Let your building and your putting together be from the point of not having. Be from the point of opposition party. Be from the point of we don't have a reservoir. We have to go look for a reservoir. That's God's way for us. I think what killed David at the time is that after getting into the palace, he probably just thought, so what now? I think he's so used to running around and engaging. He's so used to being on the back foot. And winning. Oh my days. This guy has been the underdog in every situation ever. From wilderness to Goliath. 12 year old walks up to a soldier and kills him. Removes his head. From from the wilderness to Goliath David is always the underdog. But there's this underdog spirit. It's called the calm defiance. That as you're looking at Goliath, you're not shouting. You know what's so tapped about David is, he's calmly telling him, I'm going to remove your head. Have you ever seen someone calmly telling you they will kill? Have you ever watched those kind of movies? With a psycho that does not shout, he's calm. And from the place of calm, he's telling you, he's telling them how he's going to dismember them. That's David. It's calm defiantness as as Goliath is the one shouting. Send me the best of your armies. David is walking up to this guy and he's not shouting like, I can't shout. David's like, I can't shout. But I'm, I'm furious. Unless you have that kind of mindset, which is the calm defiantness, you're not able to be creative enough to take down the opposition. Has David ever taken down a Goliath before with a stone? No. He's never done so. But at that point in time, in the space of resistance, when calm defiantness enters into your spirits, you become so creative. Have you ever seen a creative lawyer? Like a Pastor Doro, in the space of resistance, you become calmly defiant. All of a sudden, the spirit of creativity, that spirit of calm defiance sets within you. Creatives are not the only creative people. You can be a creative lawyer. You start finding ways to, to beat cases that have never been written before. In the annuals, in the in the libraries, they, they've not yet have evidence of such win. Have you ever seen a calm and defiant? Finance person is able to come up with financial solutions that have never been come up with before is not looking for evidence of what has been done. Make sure that your mobilizers and make sure leaders that you are you remain in that spirit of calm defiantness because the, the creative genius spirit that allows you to raise money will come into you defiant. <laughs> I've experienced calm, defiantness in pastoring. The imposter. Lola came to me saying, Sir, um, I mean, you need this. And I tell you guys this story all the time. But it's an example. That w- without passing her exam, I said to her, Go do this course and go get this job. She ends up being employed in cybersecurity. Then a year later, I I understand the spirit of calm defiance. I I know when it sets on me. You know when it sets on you. There's just this boldness that comes on you and you feel angry but you're calm. So I understand this this thing. I'm telling you, I understand it. And in that moment in time, you're saying something that you've never done before. You yourself, you've not done it before but you know it gives a result. So, I shouted at Tanisha the other day. She asked me a question. And I felt the spirit of calm defiance. And I said, do this, do this. Then she turned around to me to say, yeah, but sir. Then I just went into flip mode. Like, are you effing crazy? Are you mad? Why? The spirit of calm defiance, in that moment is time, it's, it's sure. Do you understand me? It's sure. You cannot bargain with it. David is not going there risking his life. He knows I'm going to kill you with one stone. I'm not going to need three shots. It's one. When the spirit, that spirit sets on you, you're sure. The instruction may be, go apply for a job. And when she came to me, she said, so what job should I apply for? uh, What am I earning right now? I said, what are you earning right now? Sorry, I asked her, what are you earning right now? She said, sir, I'm earning 30K a year. I said, go and apply for 75K roles. She said, but sir, ah, no she did not say that but i could see the shake when i said i could see her shake like really but thank god she did not speak against that word thank god she did not oppose the spirit of calm defiance at that moment she just went to work not qualified and she said to me so the interviews they're asking me can i do this can i do that i said now go on google and Memorize everything they ask you, and go to the interview. And when they ask you about this system, reply them with what you learned on Google. And she did so. And I said to her, "Before April, you will have it. Before April, because I know there a beep season." She messaged me the other day. Sir, I just got a job, seventy k. It's not an issue for me because I know when the spirit of calm defiance sets on me. Every leader knows that's why leadership is important. In the space, in the in the in the time of leadership, when you when you come to leadership in their time zone, there's a word time zone that they're covered by. In that word time zone, whatever they say is and happens. So I said to you guys, I don't prophesy. I say, say good morning to me. I tell you it's good morning. That now go do what you want. It's not a joke. I believe it. Like, I believe it with every fiber of my being. You don't understand. It is people who don't understand the power of the word and the power of the spirit of calm defiance. When our leader, when PT was talking about the power of calm defiance, it's the ability to look at something that is resistance. And in that space and time, you know you're going to overtake that thing. The spirit of calm defiance made Noah build an ark to take in all the animals of the world. That's calm defiance. Do you want to read something? This, the spirit of calm defiance will make it Pastor Eben establish a multi global pharmaceutical company. You can only do it with the spirit of calm defiance, but if you allow that spirit to set on you. That's why I love what it says. Have faith opened Noah's heart. To receive revelation and warnings. Faith should not make you bold to go and get a car. That is cheap. Faith should not make you bold to pass your exam. That is also cheap. Don't use faith for cheap things. You can, but I'm just saying don't waste your faith bank, don't waste your faith coins. <laughs> You know you have faith coins, right? Don't waste them on small things in the market. Purchase big things. Big things come with warnings. I think in the market, there are things you can purchase that people stay away from. That's nation family. When everybody is buying their next job and buying the next car and buying, Lord, just I just want to marry. Imagine using faith for a husband or a wife. It's madness. You're having faith for one guy and another woman is also having faith for the other guy. So, what? I've always wondered what happens then when five people are having faith for one person. So, what then happens? Instead, in the marketplace of faith, go to the till and look for a difficult situation like a nation family would, like a PT would and, and purchase... Revelations and warnings about things to come, and say, This is what I want to have faith for at that moment in time. The creative genius spirits that is calmly defiant will set on you. That's what David saw. That's what Moses saw. It's calm defiance that suddenly wakes you up and tells you to go back to Pharaoh. With just a staff. Ah. What does calm defiance give you? Calm defiance gives you words. Calm defiance speaks to you in your ear. It amps you up. It consults. It, it, It whispers to you. It starts to whisper things into your mind, telling you what you can do and what you're capable of doing. Without the word, without that word that comes with calm defiance, you can't take over nothing.
1: <laughs> Go on, what do you want to read? 2 Corinthians 3 verse uh-huh. 12. Yep. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold, We are not like Moses who would put a veil over his face Mm. to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull. For to this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. Mm. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Very good. We're going to need this scripture at the end. So remember that scripture. In everything in
0: this world, a calm, defiant leader is leading. If you're going to have a successful football team, for example, it's good to have the skill and talent to play football. It's good. But still, there's a manager. His role is just to give them words. He's speaking, he's giving them words as to what they can achieve and what they can do. In a company, you have a director. The role of the director is just to speak from a space of calm defiance to tell them what they can do and what they can achieve in every space of leadership. Calm defiance is needed. It is the role of these leaders like what we saw with Noah. It is their role to see what is to come at all times. But it is their role to see what's in particular resistance. I hope you wrote that down. I hope you've already written down that, Lord, I need a lens that allows me to see resistance at every space and time of my life. Like, I don't want to see my blessing. I, I don't want to see glory. Don't, don't pray for things that are, that are inevitable. Show me resistance points that appear like normality show me resistance points that look like my character and my being that I will accept by mistake you accept a resistance point because you think it's within your character to be that way no by mistake you accept a resistance point because you think you have tried I have tried I now make 20k a month I have tried it's a resistance point ma. can't you see can't you see that you're supposed to be angry in this moment? That why am I still in the point of seeing 20,000 as finances? At a point in time, you should just be upset about seeing 100K. I, I, I remember when I was sick and tired of 10K. Now I'm sick and tired of 100K. 100K, 100K. I'm sick and tired of million. What is million? We need millions more. The ability to discern these points is important for a global leader, and I'm gonna stick to this though. To drum into your mind that the only reason you hear the word is to have revelation into what you can't do so that you can do it. I love the the story Baby Leah told me that in her job, someone came up to her and said, You can't ever PA the director. You know that's too big for you. And she said, yeah. I'm waiting for the person to go. Then she walked straight to the director's office and said, I've been thinking about it and I want to be your um, assistant. And the director said, oh my days, I've been waiting. Do you know I've been thinking about you being my assistant? I just didn't know how to tell you. I love that. If it's in another setting, Baby will now go and start praying in the spirit. Lord, That position of assistant, I just want to rise. Do you know those are the kind of prayers people are doing? People are holding conventions on promotion. God. Imagine a Holy Ghost supposed field convention about promotion, Pastor Wesley. Something that is in the hand of a human being. As in you know the person you want to promote you. Go and have a meeting with them now. Buy your director champagne and gift and walk into his office and say, I want to take this position, sir. And see if this... You you don't know how to corner people to stop them from saying no. Buy them things. You have someone who's so naughty around you, but they buy you stuff. Have you ever... Anyway, you may not know, but as a leader... Come to complain to me about this person, this person. But this person is the one that gives me this. So in your presence, what I'll say is, really, wow, mad. Okay, we're going to deal with him. As soon as you walk out the door, i just put Netflix on. I'm not going to bother them. They should continue to flog you. Are you okay? You don't give me nothing. <laughs> Come to complain about someone who's always getting me things. Make sure I'm always sowing that private seed. That private seed is so important. When you know it's your birthday, you go to your leader. I go to PT and I make sure, huh? Hmm, I'm just submitting this ahead just in case there's any trouble I ever walk into. <laughs> it's long. Don't complain about PO. Don't complain to PT about PO. It's it's like an almost impossible task. I'm gonna buy my way out of of, of trouble. You're asking for forgiveness by rolling on the floor and and begging your leader. The second gen boys used to lie on the floor, come to PT's office and lie. No, that's not how you do it. Go and go and sow. Bring gift. (laughs) Having Holy Ghost convention on things that is in a human being's hand. Promotion. Why do we need to get the Spirit of God involved in that? There's no need to. The winning spirit. Let's go to Ephesians now. Let me begin to round up. Take me to Ephesians.
1: That The scripture I gave you in Ephesians. The message. Ephesians 4 from verse 17. Yes. And so I insist. Uh-huh. And God backs me up on this. And so I insist. And God backs me up on this. Uh-huh. That there be no going along with the crowd. Don't be going along with the crowd. The empty-headed. The empty-headed. Mindless crowd. Empty.
0: Paul says, don't go along with the empty-headed, mindless crowd. Don't you just love Paul the way he speaks? Don't go along with them. He's telling you they're empty-headed and mindless. No matter what creativity you've seen from them, they're still empty-headed and mindless. Go on.
1: They've refused for so long to deal with God. They've refused for long to deal with God. That they've lost touch, Uh not only with God, Uh but with reality itself. Unbelievable. So they've
0: lost touch, not only with God, but with reality. You know, the world that the world presents to you is a fake world. Ah! Let me break that down to you even more. The world that the world presented to you is a plastic world meaning that the results they have is still not the height of results that God has a portion for mankind is still not results God does not look at the results of the world as results there's still a result that God wants the world to come into he's waiting for you and I to take on the responsibility of that result if only you can see the world that God has made But it takes the heart that is open to revelation And the warnings of God that can come into the world that God has created
1: Go on They can't think straight anymore huh. Feeling no pain They let themselves go, in, let sexual themselves go in sexual obsessions Addicted to every sort of perversion Yes, addicted to every sort of perversion but that's no life for you. But that is no life for you. You learned Christ. You learned Christ. Uh-huh. My assumption is that you have paid careful attention Unbelievable. to him. You see, the winning spirit was best emphasized where?
0: In Christ Jesus. Christ is the man that was calmly defiant to face the cross, the resistance of death. The highest resistance in this world is to die. But in a space and time, Christ gathered himself to face that resistance of death. And
1: Paul then says that I hope, read that 20 again. But that's no life for you. Read verse 20 again. Uh-huh. But that's no life for you. you but that's no life Christ. for you.
0: He said that you learned Christ. Who did you learn? Christ. That until you learn Christ. You can't learn how to overcome resistance. You will continue to live in the plastic world that the world makes for you. Meaning that the results of the world will continue to wow you. Have you seen people that are, that are wowed by the results of the world? This guy has 20 million followers. Wow. This guy has so, 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 so. Wow. But when you enter the nation family, all of a sudden... These things have no life for you because you learned Christ. The results of the world look so small because you learned Christ and you were able to learn and see the greatest resistance of all time. Go back to that verse
1: 21. My
0: assumption is that uh that
1: you have paid careful attention. So also I say to you also
0: this afternoon that I can only assume for you. For me, I'm sure But I'm assuming that Marceline I'm assuming that you've paid careful attention to Christ. Hey. Hey. I'm assuming that you paid careful attention to the man that showed us at every point in time that resistance is an opportunity to reflect and reveal God's glory. The resistance of walking on water is just an opportunity to show you can walk on water. That at a stage in time, Christ prayed to resurrect the dead. But he only prayed for one reason. Christ said it. He said, Father, I I pray to you not because I need to. He said, but because these guys here, so they can believe. There's the inner knowing already in Christ that he can do it. That the calm defiance within Christ knows his jurisdiction to give life. He said, "My assumption is that you pay, you have paid careful
1: attention to him." Uh huh. We do not have the excuse of ignorance. No, verse twenty-one still. Being well instructed in the truth. Being well instructed in the truth, precisely as we have it in Jesus. As we have it in Jesus. Go on, read Since on. Since then, we do not have the excuse of ignorance. Yes. Everything and I do mean everything. Everything connected with that old way Listen, of life. Let's read this again. It says since then. We do not have the excuse of we ignorance. We do not have the excuse of ignorance meaning that when you're setting up your
0: system, you don't have the excuse of being ignorant because you have Christ. You don't have the excuse of setting up something that will not win in the marketplace. You don't have the excuse I believe that on that day judgment is actually a portion to the systems that you built. Judgment is actually a portion to the the souls that you saved through your system. That you cannot be ignorant. You will not be allowed. You will not be allowed to get away with the fact that you had the wisdom of Christ and you did not build something. You did not establish an ark in your generation. That would would be a huge sin. If the limitless company does not take in all and in the taking in of all, give peace to all. I told you that Noah established a system that snake and rabbit slept side by side. The snake did not have the guts to eat the rabbits and the lion did not have the guts to tear the deer. That was the system that Noah established that You don't have an excuse. Because it is by that same revelation of Christ that Noah established the system of the ark that you're supposed to establish your businesses. You don't have an excuse. He then said everything and And I do do mean everything. What is everything in Hebrew like P.T. would say? What is everything in Greek? What about in Yoruba? What is everything? So everything is everything. Read that again. Everything.
1: Everything. And I do mean everything. Is what? Connected with that old way of life.
0: No. Read that again. Read that better. It's not with. Any word can change the word.
1: Read it again. Everything. And I do mean everything. Uh Connected. That's right. With that old way of life. Everything
0: that is connected with that old way of life. Has to go. Has to go. So the problem with establishing system, what has slowed you down is you're still trying to build WOTC with some elements of vogue. But what God is saying is that, that, that those systems are going to face my judgment. You're building with things that, dis- that are to be destroyed. He said everything has to go. That's why Paul then came out to say that I can only assume for you as for me Paul I've divorced everything but as for you I can only assume I can only assume that you've taken on the fullness of Christ if you're going to build a Lady Joe, there can be no pattern of a L'Oreal or a Tony and guys going on Google to look at the system building of a Tony and guys going to the word my leader loves to say something that sounds like this exactly when I say my leader, I mean my father, that's PT. He said that the, the, the wisdom of God steps in when you've exhausted the knowledge of man. So there has to be a point where you've now decided that in the getting of knowledge, the getting of knowledge to build a school or build um, a, a, a multi-global um, music agency, I've run out of ideas. It's at the point of running out of ideas that I stumble onto what to do next. That's what happened to a night shield. I, I ran out of ideas. I remember having that calm, defiant moment in my bed and I said to God, "What next? That was my prayer. It was not tongues. It was not rolling around and I'm not discarding the praying in tongues or the, or the praying in the spirits. Because the praying in the spirits has its own valuable place in our system. But, The only prayer I needed to pray that night was, what's next? I'd reached the point of exhaustion, of of knowledge, of, of patterning a company according to the pattern of the world. Or what I know, or what I knew. And I said, what is next? Then the wisdom of God came down. Then the pattern of heaven would then come down to you. In your space. I said, everything, and I do mean everything, connected with the old way of life has to go
1: it's rotten through and through. Paul said it's rotten. What is rotten
0: does not produce good. What is rotten is not strong. It will break. What is rotten smells. It cannot be brought around people. The reason why you cannot bring what you're building around the nations and around the world is that you've used the rotten patterns of the world to set yourself up. And it stinks in the in the in the in the presence of God, it stinks. In the presence of men, it stinks too. Ah, you thought that you were you were using Tonya and Guy's way to build, and you were so confident that this is how they do it, sir. Sir, this is how they do things in that world. But you don't understand that the world can also smell. And when you brought your thing, they smelled rottenness. They're used to that other smell. They're used to the one they know. But your, when your own came as a new smell of rocks, they said, mm-mm. They rejected your business plan. They rejected your proposal. Why? Because it's old. <laughs> it's old. It's rotten through and through. Uh huh.
1: Get rid of it. No, read it like Paul read it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it! And then Exclamation t- mark. Uh huh. And then take on an entirely Unbelievable. new way of life. This is where life. we round up. He said, "And then take on an entirely new way of life." What What
0: did he say? A God fashioned. A God fashioned way. A God fashioned life. Read, read this in the NIV. Read this verse twenty-two in NIV, and then we begin to round up. System building Saturday. Uh-huh. NIV, yeah.
1: you were taught with regards to your former so you way of life. You were taught what you
0: used to know, William.
1: When it comes to recruitment, what you used to know is the other former way of life. To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful said, desires.
0: To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its evil, de- by deceitful desires. Uh-huh.
1: To be made new in the
0: attitude of your mind. But now, to be made new,
1: you have to put off so that you can be made new in the in the attitude of your mind. And to put on the new self. Created to be like God. To put on the new self. Created. Created to be like who? God. Created to be like who. I'm God. not hearing you guys. Created to be like who? God. Uh-huh. in true righteousness and so holiness. So there's this new
0: self that is created to be like God. In true righteousness and holiness, it is, it is that true likeness of God that sees resistance and doesn't panic. It begins to create. Genesis chapter 1. And the world was filled with gross darkness. And instead of God to panic that, Oh my God, it's so dark. That's what God would say. Oh my God, it's so dark. Instead of God to panic that there's lifelessness and there is formlessness, God did not panic. Instead of God to panic that there is void, there's something within the character and and the attitude of God. This is how you know you have the attitude of God. The attitude of God is not praying in the Spirit 24 hours in the day. The attitude of God is not that you know how to fast fasting is not the attitude of God the attitude of God is that in the space of darkness and in the space of resistance you have this this boldness this focus this defiantness that rises up from within you that takes on the responsibility to make new you can give me the scripture though I saw you just went there Genesis chapter 1
1: in the beginning Uh God created the heavens and the earth uh-huh. now the earth was formless now and the earth empty. was
0: formless how many of you have ever started a business and it's formless how many of you have ever started something and it's empty and it's dark is that not how most things start so why is it that when you came a point, to a point of resistance you started to panic resistance will just remind you of how you started Not supposed to give make you panic. It's just supposed to get you back into the mode of how you started, the excitement of how you started, the boldness of how you started. That I can't be defeated of how you started. That I can sow a billion of how you started now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of
1: the deep uh-huh. and the spirit of God was
0: hovering what then came down remember that I told you what comes down in the space of resistance it said the spirit of God was hovering it, the, the spirit of calm, defiantness then came because what was around God was everything that was not everything that was formless was around everything that was not was around There was no man around, but then the Spirit of God came down. It it begins to hover around you. I love the Spirit of calm, defiantness. Whenever a problem comes, it's just resistance. And then that Spirit comes down and then just says, do this, do that. Tells you what to do, tells you what to say. Sometimes it tells you to do nothing. Sometimes it tells you just be still. Don't do anything, wait. Waiting is also a way of fighting. You can tire out your opponent by just staying still. Let them run around. can run. Let them get tired. Let them run around. Let them keep running. So stillness is also an action. Stillness is also an action. Yes, you can write that down. If the calm, defiant spirit tells you that you're in a situation right now, but just be still, then you should take down being still and don't panic. Don't say that the Lord has not yet spoken to me. He spoke. He said, be still. (laughs) The Spirit of God came. He was hovering over the waters. Uh And God said, let there be light. I love the Spirit of calm defiantness. After it hovers and falls on you, it tells you what to say. It's filling you with words. You don't understand. When, When Goliath posed himself against the armies of Israel, Words started bubbling in the heart of David. He can't wait to go and face this person. He said to the armies, he said to his brothers, who is that person that is saying these things? I, show me this person. <laughs> Sometimes when, I'm, when the spirit of calm, the finest falls on me. I go into a place of stillness and all I hear is, go to this meeting, don't go to this meeting. Use this word. Don't use this word. Listen to P.T. when he said this. Tune in to Pastor Sam on Monday. Tune in to Pastor Nicky on Friday. You're just hearing things to do. It's going to lead you to somewhere. It's going to lead you to a solution. It's going to lead you to a creativity. It's going to lead you to something. We're supposed to build the biggest industries. We're supposed to establish the biggest companies. Why? Because there are so many ways of solutions still trapped in the space of the Spirit, in the realm of the Spirit, in the realm of faith. The space where it, only the calm defiance can draw out. Only the calm defiance can take from that space. There is so much. He's just waiting for you to accept something as your resistance. He don't want you to run away from an issue. He wants you to merge with it. One of the issues of this generation is that pastors cannot be global. Pastors cannot be wealthy. Pastors cannot be intergalactic and nation family took that as an issue. Nation family took that personal. Sometimes you should just take something personal and see how you respond. Sometimes you should just take something that they, they, they a mark they put on you as a seeming abuse. Take it personal. That every shut door that you had that before you wanted to wait on God for a shut door to open, go and break the door down. Go and boom down the doors yourself. Go and get results yourself. And God said, let there be light. Words started streaming to God The creative spirit, the calm, defiantness spirit that in the space of darkness, he knows what to say. It is light that is needed. Calm, defiantness will give you the opposite of what is happening to you so that you can declare the word. Calm, defiantness will lead you to the real solution, the real biting point solution you need in your business. Maybe what you need is people. You may not even know that what you need is people. Uh, the patterns of this world told you to go and get your business insurance sorted. It is good. It is nice. It is proper. The patterns of this world told you to go and register in company's house. It is good. It is nice. It is proper. The pattern of this world told you to build your website. It is good. It is nice. It is proper. But calm fireness will tell you that can you not see that the space you're about to enter Most of the women there are single moms. (laughs) Stop worrying about websites. And start speaking value into these women. So you won't know. You can then do a marketing campaign directed at female empowerment. I was speaking to Pastor Mariam once and I said, you know one day you need to make a campaign. Where the woman at the front should wear a super, what's well, Superman costume. I'm telling you, Superman costume underneath, and she should do the Superman thing, but she should be wearing like a medical, um, like Dr. Emma's thing. That's just painting a picture, just letting people know that we believe that everybody is a superhero. Have you unlocked your inner superhero? God, the world can give you advertising campaign. You can can get advertising campaign from the space of the word. It can make you make women feel like superheroes that you don't even need a celebrity to don your magazine. You you just take a normal girl. Let her wear the superhero costume. Let her her tear tear her shirt and show it just a glimpse and say, we as WOTC, we we support everyday women who are heroes. That day your magazine will explode. Because you did not take caution into the making of websites, even though it's important. You decided to take caution into what the word was speaking in that time. The problem in that time, the resistance in that time is single moms. Who's going to put value on them? Who's going to put value on them so that they can stop thinking that they're inadequate? So that they can stop giving up on their life even though they have a child? How many women give up on their life even though they have a child <laughs> how do we round up this world unless we system build starting with ourselves what kind of institutions will we build within night should we raise leaders Reese is here. he's a leader in leadership class when did you come Reese? I think just like a couple months ago Now he's here sitting down as a leader, listening to global leadership class. What is this doing? It's making him bolder. I think yesterday you went to a conference or a convention and you went there as one of the leaders of the companies that we went there as. Isn't that correct? And you were speaking in the dimension as a pastor only would speak if you were there. That's the word. That's establishing of system. That's placing value so that If anyone was to give Reese an importance, it should be the man of God should give him an importance. I should give him a, I should put value on him. He carries himself around now as someone who has so much value. He's wiser now. Now imagine Reese five years under the word. Imagine Reese ten years under the word. You surely will not be the same person. Are you hearing what I'm saying this afternoon, guys? So it is our duty to make sure that our hearts are open to hearing the revelation of God that comes by resistance. Don't be afraid to hear that word because once you hear it, spirit of calm defiance will set inside you. Spirit of I can never lose. When you see a PT preaching, don't you see that spirit? Spirit of I can't lose. And he stayed in time in the preaching. You know, it's his like his eyes change. And you know, this, this person is, is convinced on whatever they're saying. And whatever they're saying, they're going to keep on saying it till it is. That's the kind of conviction of steel. You're supposed to have in what you're doing. Transporting the pity of the nation family space into the Lady Joe realm. Into the flaky bakes realm. Into the night shield realm, into the beauty supply realm, the, the K Cyrus realm. So you bring that PT into that realm. I can only say PT because that's the person we can see. I'll be foolish to start telling you God. Because even Paul said boldly, Follow me as I follow Christ. Meaning that he was confident enough to know. That he himself has given himself to everything but to the preaching of the word. So we are we are safe if we say to follow completely. So you're safe also with your head of families. or the leaders that, that are that stand in front of you. To be a leader is not easy. We hold so much responsibility to be a teacher. We will be judged for everything we say that we tell you to do in instruction. So when you come to ask instruction from your leader, come with some gratitude also. Come with reverence and fear also. Because whatever they tell you, you're not even the one that gets held for it. They will get held for it. Don't come wasting the time of your leaders for for talking. That's why I had a go at one of your sisters. Don't just think that you can enter a pastor on his office to to talk. I'm not here to talk. I'm a man under instruction and under the Spirit's of calm defiantness. If I say something under that spirit is for you to do, I don't come to negotiate. There's no leader sitting here on the front row I have to negotiate with. Who? From the Pastor Kevin to the Pastor Faye. All of you were born under the pulse word. The word that I heard from a Pastor Toby. So, you have no right to enter my office just to chat. It's an honor and privilege for you to come in and hear a word for you to go and do. Treat your head of families that way. Very important. The word, the word is, word is so powerful. I can go on so I don't want to keep on stretching this stuff. It's 12 p.m. But I just can't get over this calm defiantness thing. Because I think we have to shift the way we see a lot of things. Stop the prayers. Those prayers that Push away responsibility from you. And then says in God's timing, It looks so nice. Maybe it's not my calling. You hear that one a lot. Maybe it's not my calling. So what is then your calling? Eh? If by this time under the word, you can't even um. um, um, Wants for the right things. When will you now know when to want for the right things? Huh? God does not only want you to have your needs, also your wants you should have. Abba. When? But it can be that maybe you are afraid of failing. Are you afraid of failing? Don't be afraid of failing. Take the battle to the front line stand at the front line. I love the story of this calm, defiant man. He's one of the guys in the armies of David. This guy is calmly defiant. I've forgotten his name, but he's the guy that they said that at a stage in time, the armies came against him and with his spear, just him on his own, he routed, they said, he routed the armies of the Philistine. One man against the armies. Do you know that there's a calm defiantness that changes your face? Even the way you look. That those who come against you just from your countenance, they don't want it. They turn around. They don't, they're not on it. What made an army turn around on one man? It must have been the look that he had that day. A madman's look. That's calm defiantness on this hill, I'm going to die. Like the armies were coming and he just took his spear and struck the ground like, Come, forget the spear, my hands, that's what is going down now. Until you can take your business and whatever you're doing, until you take it with that kind of intensity... You're not yet
1: calmly defiant. Have you got it for me? 2 Samuel twenty-three, from uh-huh. verse eight. Yeah, go on. These are the names of David's mighty warriors. These are the names warriors. of David's mighty warriors. Josheb, Bashabeth.
0: They even had to name them because the calm defiance that they that they displayed
1: has to be recorded. Uh huh. A Tachomanat was chief of the three. Uh huh. He raised his spear against. I love this. Hundred men. He raised his spear
0: against one man. Five. What about 10? Okay, no. Maybe he was fighting a hundred. They said that his back was against the wall, against 800 men. Whom he
1: killed in one encounter.
0: Thank you. The word can correct me. It's not that he routed them. They said he killed him in one encounter. Hey, I don't think you guys are ready to build systems, you know. This is the intensity you need to to build systems. He said that he raised his spear against 800 men. At that point in time, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do this. Maybe it was just him and his protocol at the time. Fear is the last thing on his mind.
1: Whom he killed with one encounter. Keep reading this. Next to him him was Eleazar. Let's read another one. Son of Uh Dodai, the Ahoite. Next to him was who? As one of three mighty warriors, uh-huh. he was with David when they taunted the Philistines. I
0: love this. Did they say that they, he was with David when the Philistines ambushed them? Are you with me this afternoon? Sorry, I'm laughing because the word is so sweet. He said they were. he was with David when they taunted the Philistines. They taunted their meaning they actually started to abuse them like they wanted it. They didn't back down. They weren't, they weren't caught of God. They taunted them. You're not building nothing until you're building a magazine that can taunt other magazines. Like a, 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 a salon that can taunt other salons. Don't don't just build something for having likes on Instagram. That's not building. Don't build something to get a, a thousand retweets and become viral. That's not building build something that taunts your opposition that ridicules them do you understand me eben like you're you're building something and it's making them uncomfortable you you're ridiculing the opposition as you're building you're showing them that you you see you guys cross this milestone when you are five i've crossed it when i'm five months you're telling them you guys crossed this milestone when you were 10 years old. Look, I've crossed it when I'm one year old. You're taunting that's taunting, that's grabbing their attention. That's nation family, isn't it? Two years, three years in the world, but you look like you're, you're, you're 15 years in ministry. Global leaders in Ferrari and Lamborghinis, you
1: look like you've been doing ministry for time. You taunt. It said they taunted the Philistines. Gathered at Danim for battle. They taunted at them, gathered at Pasdanim for battle. Then uh-huh. the Israelites retreated. Oh, look
0: at this strategy. Oh my days. I love war strategy. You no, know, me and Pastor Sam love these kind of scriptures.
1: So actually they've taunted them to retreat. But let's keep on reading. Go on. But Eleazar stood his ground and struck down the so, Philistines. In, in
0: the wisdom of that, look at this. Now, They've taunted them, they've taunted them and the Israelites have retreated because now the Philistines have seen the taunting because that's what is going to happen to you when you taunt your position. When you taunt them, then they're going to say, who is this, this little guys that are taunting us? Who is this small um, um, engineering company or this small um, oil and gas company or whatever you've set up, um, hair company? Who are these guys? They're too small. Let's come after them. Now, your staff may run away But he said, but who? But Eliezer. Stood his ground. The leader. Then in that moment in time, the calm defiant spirit falls on Eliezer. He stood his ground and did
1: what? Struck down the Philistines. I
0: love this guy so much. He said, he struck down the Philistines. Till his
1: hand grew tired. Till his
0: hands. Meaning, there were so many of them. He just kept on swinging his sword. So his hands grew tired and froze to the sword. You know, there's a condition, Dr. Emma, you can correct me, where you've held something so hard for such a long time that now it's difficult to take your hand out of that position. They said that his hand was so much worn with the sword. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. His hand had blended with the sword so much that he could not remove his hand from his sword. It's frozen to the sword. Even if he wanted to greet one of his soldiers, he would have killed them. Because the sword is still in his hand. So he, he, he cannot even afford to be nice in the place of battle anymore. He's just swinging and killing. Even if he was tired, he would still kill. Because even if he just moved his hand like this, the sword would take out someone's head. There's a moment of calm defiantness where you have no choice but to take out the opposition. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I'm losing my voice while I'm preaching. You, you have no choice but to take out the opposition. Can't have nice tactics in warfare. Can't. You're building your business with acute strategy to sink the other business, to sink the other system. Two systems will not exist at one time. That's not what we're aiming for. What we want is for the mount zion to be exalted as the chief mountain meaning that our systems have to subdue all systems he said that his hand grew tired and froze to the sword if i'm a chef tea in that moment in time looking at everybody that proclaims themselves to be a multi-global chef and i'm doing things to take them down like showing them that the mind of the word the the mind of come come was the word again calm Defiance <laughs> that that mind of calm defiantness cannot be defeated. Have you ever seen a calm defiant student? They look like they're playing with you, but they're defiant, they know where they're gonna end, they know their responsibilities. I love this guy. His hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. This is the kind of testimony that I want. I want to do things and let them match it up to God. I don't want God to do things and then I'm claiming God's victories. I want to be victorious. That's the winning spirit. That's the spirit that PT came to tell us about. It's the spirit that wins and then you can tell the people that it's God that won. That's David. David goes to fight kill and win and then says it is the Lord that brought this great victory that is why God will raise you in your industry if you've chosen to take the
1: responsibility of winning the Lord brought about a great victory that day Uh the troops returned to Eliezer but only to strip the dead that's the kind of leadership I want to lead he said the troops returned to Eliezer
0: the calm defiant leader But they only return to strip the dead. Do you know what strip the dead means? Come on guys, talk to me. Do you know what strip the dead means? Meaning that their belongings, to take what was left, to take their sword, their shield, their money, their wealth. That's the kind of leadership you want to lead. You want to lead your people into battle, take down a company and then tell your junior staff, Go into Twitter. Now we've taken down Twitter. Go there and become the director. Go do what you need to do. You want to become the chief recruitment agency in, the, in town, in the city. And you want a Pastor Lennox to just say to him, listen, I've taken down, uh, I, we use the word truncate. <laughs> I've truncated all these um, recruitment firms. Just go and, go and do what you want with Hayes. Who is Hayes recruitment again? We've taken them over. This is the kind of leadership you ought to lead. This is the kind of leadership I have. This is PT's leadership. Leads from the front, not from the back. Wins and then tells us to have fun. It's my leader that told, showed me that Ferrari is possible. If not, i will be dreaming of Ferrari at 50. My leader that showed me big houses possible. My leader that showed me that whatever I'm doing is possible it's my leader that f- first told me stop carrying proposal around the town I used to carry proposal I want to do a business I'm not saying proposal is wrong guys you can write your proposal but I don't have the patience for proposal I can't the impatience of proposal has been put into me so for me a business is born when I can put people together when I can restructure the system within my mind even if you don't have staff you're your first staff Arrange yourself with, from within you. That's, that's, that's establishment of business. So the troops returned to Eleazar only to strip the dead. Is there anyone else?
1: Next to him was Shammah, uh, son so, of Agi. So many calm, defiant leaders. The Harawites. Uh-huh. When the Philistines banded together. I love the fact that they introduced the leaders and then they talk about where they came from. He said, next to him was Shammah, the son of Agi the Hararite. Uh-huh. When the Philistines banded together at a place where there was a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field. He defended it and struck the but Philistines took down. took his stand
0: in the middle of the field. When they were ambushed at a time. You know, sometimes you're putting your system together and ambushing is like a siege. You're building, you're building, you're building, but you're not seeing the finances stream in from what you're building. That's like a siege moment. The other systems in the world have besieged your system. Money is not streaming into the system that you're building. But God says at that moment in time, don't give up. He said, be like Shammah and stand in the middle, meaning remain in that system and just keep on speaking. Just keep on building. And at a stage in time, all the Philistines were struck down to the ground by Shammah. And what did they then say? They then said, the Lord brought about a great victory. The next testimonies we have to have is not the ordaining of pastors It is the ordaining of global companies and global projects, global institutions. That is is the next wins in this nation. Yes, there may be banditry from David at a time, but it's only because David is a freedom fighter. He's used to fighting from the back end. He's used to the wilderness system, but that's what leads David into the palace to set up a, a proper system. So don't, 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 don't be disheartened. Continue fighting with what you have, the small you have or the greats that you have. God is interested in the, in the way you fight now. He's interested in how you lead your companies now with as small as they are. He's interested in that. It gives him a glimpse of the kind of man that will walk into the palace to lead a nation. It gives him a glimpse into the, the heart of the man that will lead a people. wants to see if 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 your responsibility is hinged on the resistance that you saw or if you just took on responsibility without not knowing you have to be aware a leader is aware even leading has to be intentional leading has to be intentional you i i i don't like when people make mistakes and you're always saying uh, apologizing it's not cute to keep on apologizing. At, at a stage in time, you start looking like, a, like, Im, like an imbecile. So even leadership has to look at you and say, are you really a pastor? Now, we don't strip people off of leadership titles. But when responsibility is removed from you, you might as well just be stripped of your title. When you catch someone who is always apologizing and his leader has now stripped responsibility from him. That is a point of shame because now how does the word speak to you? Because the word was meant to speak to you based on your responsibility. Do you understand that's why you're meant to be close to your leadership? The moment you run around doing your thing and you made yourself... How can you give yourself your own responsibility? David was given a responsibility. Moses was given a responsibility. Christ was given a. Gr- then you now became the person that gave yourself your own responsibility. That's not responsibility now, that's pleasure. You're doing what you like to do. Where can God step in and where can the calm, defiant spirit step in when you're the one that chose your seeming responsibility? I remember the day my leaders called me and told me to, to work within Zuriel as a recruitment officer. I've never done recruitment, but I never argue. Took it on with joy, and I tell you guys the story all the time. But that's the that's the level of leadership you want to see. These are the people that are that God can perpetuate, like PT will say. That's the man is the person that is willing. To to take on God's responsibility per time, which is the responsibility that leadership will put on him. Because it's leadership that is seeing the resistance points. You don't understand. You you thought your responsibility was small, but what your leader was seeing in resistance, you played a part in that. You dumped it. You dumped it to go and do your own thing. Then Then you wonder why you still remain making 3K a month. I said to my leader that I don't understand how some of my brothers may not understand the word when it says the harvest is plentiful. Then Christ then goes on to say, now ask the Lord of the harvest. For what? said, ask him for laborers. said, ask him for laborers because the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. God says that there is a harvest coming, but if you can only unite as a nation and you can unite as a family or whatever you're doing, then you can plunder more from the opposition. You can take down their system quicker. But when you go as your own, make money for yourself. You only have two hands. (laughs) Who are you kidding? God knows you only need 5K a month or 10K. So you'll be pushing and pushing and you, you may even tell your leader, sir, I'm fighting with you. How many times do I hear things like that? Or leaders hear things like that? We know those who are fighting with us. They're the ones that the Philistines caught us all together in the field. They met us together. If I'm fighting and the enemy does not meet us together, you're not fighting with me. can't say you were fighting together. I'm just saying that to all of us soldiers around. So you know where you align with your families. You know where you align with your leadership. Make sure that... that uh, like a like a Pastor Jemima in, in elite prosperity. I can tell she's aligned. When she's talking, she just look, um, looks like Pastor Nikki. Sound like Pastor Nikki. Mannerisms like P. Nikki. Can tell. I'm struggling to end this word though. I don't know. How does one break up from this then is uh-huh go to the Joshua read the Joshua one for me we'll end with this <laughs> let's round up this word Saturday leadership class let's go Joshua 13 uh-huh 13 verse one Joshua
1: 13 verse one
0: did I send it to you okay I didn't send it to you go on
1: when Joshua had grown old uh-huh The Lord said to him, Yes. You are now very old and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. I round up
0: with this. This is a sad scripture. But I'm not rounding up to make you sad. When Joshua had grown old, you know, Pastor Ndidi said something that systems evolve over time. Over time, systems evolve. Make sure time is on your side, working for you, not against you. Joshua's role was to take the nations. But here, when it says, When Joshua had grown old, the Lord said to him, You are now very old and there are still, on the line that there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. Meaning that Joshua, you ran out of time. Meaning Joshua, your your body did not allow you to accomplish what God's assignment had for you. So yes, we applaud Joshua for being a follower of Moses but in this scripture, he was actually, he took over 14 nations I believe. But he actually was supposed to take over much greater nations. He was supposed to take over more. He was supposed to do more. But age age held him back. What I'm saying to you is that there's a place where time works for you. It's called the word. That's why we're given the name Now Nation. Now. Now is a time period. Now is not in three years time. Now is not in five years time. When you step out of now, you now become a victim of two years time. You become a victim of two months time. 10 years time can now have a discussion with you I don't know about you but I don't want to have a discussion with 10 years time some people have made a bargain with 10 years time and 10 years time has told them this is what I can give you in 10 years some people have also made a bargain with 2 weeks time the only bargain I want to make is with the word because within the word Joshua would have accomplished all taking over So this guy was sent to do takeover. So you're not the first person to do takeover now. This guy was sent to do takeover. But somewhere, somewhere in the space on the mission of takeover, he's become a victim of time. Let us establish systems that will not become victims of time. I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm talking about the systems you will establish that live beyond. Nation, family, 50 years time that we can say that Dr. Emma or Pastor Eben put together this system. You live on through that system. You take nations through that system. Doesn't matter who sits on the chair of your system. It's still you. That's the work. That's the season that we're in right now. I need you to take very seriously system building. System building will remove age from you. You become a system rather than a human. You take careful time to put your house together, your, your, your leadership um, structures together, the whole deal of family. Pay attention to your families, your houses, your businesses, the people within them. Start setting up systems that can take this world. Systems that we will be known for long and long after. Systems that will be known for long after we're even gone here. That's the kind of calm defiance we ought to build with i love you show me the comments right right now let me be able to see everyone's comments this afternoon